Welcome to The Nine Line, your news and information source for healthcare-related issues impacting Southern Nevada veterans, and a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. And now, here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray. Hi, and welcome to The Nine Line. I'm your host, Joshua Gray, and, you know, we are coming up here on the end of February, and, um, you know, one thing that everybody does at the beginning of the new year is make resolutions. And by the end of February, just about everybody has pretty much given up on their resolutions, and people need coaching to stay on track with what they are trying to do in their lives. So today, we have a couple of folks joining us here today from our Whole Health program. I am joined by Lynn Burnham and Trinidad Rosas. They are Whole Health coaches here at the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System, and we are going to be talking about some of the things we offer to veterans to help them with their lives and coaching them to become their best selves. So ladies, thank you very much for joining me. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. Thank yeah, you for having not us. Bad. Thank yeah, you. Great. Thanks so much. It's, uh, it's a very important thing, right? You know, because everybody thinks they're in charge of their own lives, right? And there aren't a lot of people, and it's becoming a more popular notion these days mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it's okay to not be okay, and, and I need help on things. And sometimes that help is clinical, and sometimes that help that people just need is a little, little boost, a little pick-me-up. So um, just to kind of give folks a, an idea of, of what you guys do here on a daily basis as, as whole health coaches, um, tell us a little bit about what you guys do and, and kind of why you chose the VA to do it at. Um, so I've actually been at the VA since July. So um, we started, I started doing being um, a health coach for the last six months um, or a little bit over, but I've just been wanting to help people. Um, I have been a physical therapist assistant for the last 14 years, so I wanted to do something a little bit more. Um, I, ha- I mean, I have 14 years of patient care experience, so I wanted to move on a little bit more and just work uh, more with veterans and helping them co- just coach them. Um, take charge of their life. Um, you know that transfer or transitioning from the military for a lot of them had been hard or has been hard. So um, they're usually told what to do. So now with their coming here and like now it's what matters to you. So and I think that's a important part of health coaching and just whole health in general. Um, just because we we want to know you know what matters to them now. Not before they were told what to do and what they were told what matters to them. Now they get it. Now they get their own choice. Now they get their own voice. Trinidad, how about you? True. Um, let's see. I started actually at the Tucson VA, and I became a whole health partner, and then I was moved to a coach. Um, and I got into it because I realized that my life was not what it was supposed to be you know you go home you take care of your kids everything is so repetitive so what am I missing out on where's that joy where's that sense of um a higher maybe a higher power maybe something that I used to do that I didn't do for myself and I learned that in whole health so I thought well you know this would be great to help other people find that so I started coaching and I started uh letting people know that you have a a choice it's not just you know hey here's this medication good luck see six months later I'll see you in six months for slabs well what is that gonna look like the rest of your life what do you want your life to look like I did patient care for going 27 years this year I was a dialysis tech for 18 years 
So I know the downfall, progressive downfall of disease and what it does. But we can do preventative measures. There's preventative measures for everything we can do in our life. And I just thought if I could show even one person that the smallest change is going to have the biggest impact on their life, then I think that I fulfilled um, my calling. And I do it for the VA because I'm a proud daughter of a United States Marine. So why not help them when they do so much for us? Awesome. Um, so when we talk about whole health coaching, there's um, tell us a little bit about what whole health coaching is and, and also um, explain a little bit, there's the, the circle of health concept. So for folks who aren't really, um, and, and Trina, I'll, I'll ask you to answer this one. Um, uh, let folks know what, what, what is that circle of health and how does that help you at, in, in coaching? So what the circle of health is, is basically it's a circle within a circle within a circle that equals you, right? You, me, your next door neighbor, everybody in the entire world. Why aren't we being more mindful? And that's what the circle of health tells us. We've got to be mindful and be aware of the eight circles that develop our life. And that's everything from recharge, surroundings, um, family, friends, food and drink, working the body, power of the mind, all these circles that come together in any direction, in any way, are all going to have an effect. Is it going to be 100% everybody's level and everybody's green? No, but we can get you close. And in coaching, what we do is we ask the question, and I get this a lot from a lot of my veterans, is no one's ever asked me what I wanted. Well, I want to know what you want. So my job as a coach is I'm not your therapist. I don't, I can't give you medical advice. I can't do anything, but I'm more of your uh, accountability buddy, right? <laughs> Which everybody can use, right? right? Half yeah. the reason I don't go to the gym very often is I don't have an accountability buddy. I don't have anybody to sit there and tell me, hey, did you, did you, did you ride a bike for 20 minutes today? No, I went and played video games. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't have that. So, right. you know, it's very important to have something like that. Yeah, and having a coach also, we can do certain things that maybe other um, providers may not be able to do. We can keep in better contact with the patient because doctors are busy. They're seeing 20 patients a day. They can't always be like, well, I'll give them a call next week cause to see. Nurses are busy. They have the hardest jobs ever. We work with the staff to help the patient. So if a patient calls me and tells me, hey, Trini, um, you know, I really want to get into GyroFit, which is a great class, um, but I can't get a hold of anybody. Us as coaches can intervene and be like, hey, can we get this referral out to GyroFit, you know, to um, KT to make sure that we get them in and we can do these little things for them and help them. And we also help them find stuff in the community that is for veterans. This is like the YMCA, uh, the Las Vegas Rec Center. The vet centers. The vet centers as well. We do all these different uh, workshops and partnerships with them so that way people can get, who aren't enrolled, get into the VA and get what they they need, their services, which includes whole health. So a, a question for both of you. You mentioned uh, that you know part of coaching is you know people have never been asked what to do, right, mm -hmm. or, or what they want. 
Um, how do you, kind of flipping that on its head, how do you approach a situation where somebody says, well, I want to do X, but I don't want to do Y, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm, I, I really want to start working out, but I don't feel like it. You know, I want more energy. And you go, well, you'd have more energy if you worked out more. Oh, I don't like working out. I don't want to do that, right? How do you, uh, people who aren't necessarily being def- defiant or oppositional, but like, how do you unlock finding those ways to get people to get to where they want to be if they don't want to do something that's kind of a core component to getting there, right? Um, So in Whole Health, we use the terms mission, aspiration, and purpose. So basically, um, you know, what what brings you joy, what brings you happiness, what matters the most to you. Um, We identify those, you know, what where they find their happiness and then also ask them why they want to be healthy for. So those goals that they come up with, we try to relate it back to that. You know, why do you want to be healthy? What do you need, want to, um, you know, relate it back to your mission, aspiration and purpose. Um, so that way with that, when we keep meeting up with them, we'll try to always relate it back to that with the reason why they want to be healthy. Why do they want to live the life that they want to live? So one of the tools that you use to do that is um, this this uh, this health inventory, right? Uh, it's a very long form. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about what the the health inventory is, some of the questions that they ask, and then and then how you use that. Um, so with the personal health inventory, we use we like to start that off. That's we like to start our sessions off with that um, because just having them dive into that. Um, a lot of them have never been asked to rate where they are now and where they want to be. There, and so there's scaling questions for those, for like for your physical well-being, your mental, emotional well-being, and how it is to live your day-to-day life. So, you know, they when they're taking that taking that inventory, a lot of time they don't even um, they've never like I said they've never been asked that. But we ask them to take their time on that um, because it's when you if you're asked like how would you rate yourself from one to five, your emotional or physical well-being? You know, it's you're like to have to take a deeper look. Um, I and, and that can be traumatic for yes, some people. Like yes, I right. can I, I can envision some folks that look at some of those questions and they get halfway through it and they're like, oh, I'm a one or a two on all of this. Mm-hmm. Ah, my life's kind of a tire fire here. Um, you know, <laughs> I, maybe I need more help, like, or maybe I don't want to do this because it's just too traumatic. Um, so what, what happens when you run into a, something like that? A lot of times they'll come in with a specific goal already in their head of what kind of what they want. But as they fill out that personal health inventory, they realize that there might be other aspects that maybe they want to work on instead. Or if they work on something else, maybe that'll also influence, um, other areas of your life. Um. It just it has just gives them a little um, um, something that they can actually look at and see how what they've rated in each of those categories. Now, when folks have been in the program going through some coaching for a while, do you ever have them do another one to kind of like as a as a check in, like, hey, look how much you've improved? Because people can feel like they've made progress, but unless they write it down, they might not feel like they've actually made progress. Oh yeah, 100%. We always start off within the first two sessions uh, about that and maybe six months in. So I can see a patient up to 10 to 12 times. So when it's coming towards the end, middle and end. So we reevaluate where they're at in their goals and teaching them to make goals. 
um, on this continual path that they're doing is going to definitely uh, not only build their confidence and give them the way they want to live, the choice that, that they've made, but actually give them these tools, right? They have this toolbox to use. Well, this happened, but then this happened. So what do I do? Oh, I can do this or I can do this. Because we may not think of it, right? We, you, like you said earlier, you have somebody who wants to work out, but this doesn't really want to give up. So are they ready to make that change? So we work with people who are ready to make that change, who are committed to make that, that goal. It doesn't work if you feel that you're being sent here because you're being punished or something, right? It's not going to work that way. It has to be something you want to do, not because the doctor told you or the dietitian told you or you know, whoever told you, it's because you want that change. You want to see that change. Your smallest goals, and I say this a lot, is going to have your biggest impacts. So what are those, some of those small goals then? You know, if, you, if you're telling people, oh, those small goals, what's the small goals that people are setting that, that have that big impact? Because, you know, especially you do this, this health inventory and it mm -hmm. seems like such a big thing. And, and coaching, oh, God, I've got all these areas I need to work on. How do you break that down into those bite-sized pieces and what are some of those small goals that, that you work on most commonly with people? Um, so for their long-term goals we, we use we identify them as like smart goals um, they're usually like three to six months out um, but before that we call them action steps so they're a little bit smaller we make them smaller so that they they're more achievable more realistic again those are also smart goals so when I say smart um, I'm gonna have you need you to help me remember but smart um, is specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and timed. Um, but so <laughs> we, for those long-term goals, we, that's what we call it when we say we want SMART goals. Um, and then also our action steps for that um, are also SMART action steps. So if somebody's SMART goal is I want to work out three to four times a week for 30 minutes every week, um, there's just their action step could be buy new shoes. I want to buy new shoes and I will buy new shoes by Tuesday of next week. Um, so something small like that, that something small like that can keep leading up to that bigger, that bigger goal. And, and everything we do here is interconnected, right? Like, like there's, there's no service or modality or anything that's kind of on an island. So when somebody says, I want to work out three to four times a week, are you then like referring them to folks who can help them with workout plans or are you guys helping them with that like how does all of that interconnect right oh well, i'll give you a beautiful example i have a patient who um he loves the sugar that's what he tells me trini <laughs> i love my sugar and i say i understand that but your A1C says differently, right? <laughs> your sugar doesn't love you. No, it doesn't love him at all. <laughs> but he's having this hard time trying to find a, uh, a diet plan that's going to work for him. So what's great about this is that I can say, well, let's, let's see what we can do. What do you want to do to move forward? You know, I'd like somebody to help me make a plan. Okay, well, let's get you with a dietitian. I'll get him with a dietitian. Dietitian helped them establish a goal because clinically they can, right? We can't. But he brought the goal back and now has made it his target goal. So it's his protein, how much protein he eats. They taught him how to measure his food. 
and he's like 10 pounds down now. Awesome. That's great. So the goals that we get from the social workers or the dietitians or the docs, we can help them base those goals in the goals that they're making right now. So the smallest steps as he had to get used to was, I will get all the cookies out of the house this week. Not by eating them, but, you know, by just maybe giving away. <laughs> or putting them in the trash yeah, or something, something like, like that. that right? Yeah, but I, that's, I've, I've definitely gotten to that point where yeah. I'm like, oh, I love these Oreos, but um, eating the third rail of ro- Oreos today <laughs> uh-huh. probably isn't the best bet, so I'm just going to throw them in the trash. I'm done, right? Right. Um, so, you know, we talk about all of those things that are interrelated, and, you know, what do you guys do, or, or have you ever seen a situation where coaching isn't enough right you need a clinical solution they come to you they fill out the health inventory and you're like this isn't a coaching thing you need you need actual help from mm-hmm. one of our other clinical areas like is that something you guys have seen and if so how do you guys handle that i've actually seen that a lot um so depending on the state that they're in i can either uh i'm a coach for the women's unit and for primary care so I've had patients who've had um, issues and maybe some problems that were very overwhelming. And they were definitely not safe to go home by themselves. So I will sit and I will just talk to them. And at the same time, I will be conversating with the teams in mental health to get them to be seen. And I will stay with them. I will personally walk with them all the way to mental health until they're seen because I don't feel that they're safe to be alone or to go home. So there's always different avenues you can take. I've actually teams a nurse to come on in. I've actually teams the social worker. Can you please come on in here? We need to, you know, and I'll let them take over and I'll excuse myself, but I will stay if the patient requests me to stay. But there are times where, um, Sometimes people want help and think that whole health coaching is the way to go, but there could be some clinical things going on in the background where they do need that service. But mental health is such, it has like that stigma behind Mm -hmm. it, right? Like, oh, there's no way, there's no way. But that's not what mental health is. Mental health is for healthy mental state, not putting a stigma behind it. So you're right, it's not okay you know, to definitely um, be, uh, I should say, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay not to do anything about it. We can get you the help, definitely what we need. And we'll stay, we'll call, we'll check in, we'll, we'll do everything with them until they're settled. It may be medication, it may be a different type of therapy, but we'll help them get to where they need to go. It, it sounds like a lot of what you guys do is more more art than science, right? You, you, you think of like some clinical things and it's very much like, well, this is how we treat this. You have this symptom, you have these things, we're gonna give you this medicine, science, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what you guys are doing, and, and, and that's what coaching is, right? Coaching is, is a very, very kind of a, uh, a very soft, art right mm. um so we're going to take a break here and then when we come back we're going to talk about some of the classes that that you guys specifically teach here here at the va um and we're also going to talk about a very special population that both of you work with that i think is a, a really awesome population um and, and great work that we do here that we're not doing in the va in very many places so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back right after this 
You're listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. We'll be back with more right after this. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Got a question about your VA benefits, healthcare, or eligibility? Go to va.gov, where you can access a new interactive chatbot to ask questions 24-7. Access the feature through va.gov's Contact Us page. Then click on the Start Chat button. This is one way VA is offering seamless access to its online resources. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Nine Line, Southern Nevada's source for veteran-related healthcare news and information. Here's your hosts, John Archiquette and Joshua Gray. And welcome back to The Nine Line. I'm your host, Joshua Gray, speaking with Lynn and Trinidad. And, you know, you referred to yourself as Trini earlier, so that's just what I'm going to do from now on. Um, you know, first segment, we talk a little bit about um, coaching and mindset and just a little bit in, in general about what you guys do here. Um, but one of the things I want to talk about is one of the classes that we offer here, the Taking Charge of My Life and My Health class. Um, tell me a little bit about what that specific class is because it seems like now there's there's a lot of different classes and programs out there that we offer that they're kind of whole health focused so tell me about this one in in particular and what it is what you guys are looking to do what's what's the aim the goal um it's kind of like health coaching and the fact that um we provide a lot of encouragement um people it's for those that want to take charge of their life or want to make some health behavior changes um but it is facilitated by health coaches as well as peer support specialists and social workers. Um, So it is a six-week program. We meet once a week for six weeks. Um, We dive a little bit into that personal health inventory that we talked about. We also talk about the different self-care areas, so so those self-care circles that Trini mentioned earlier, so like uh, recharge, moving the body, food and drink. Each week we dive a little bit more into those areas. We also create goals and uh, identify strengths, barriers, and backup plans. What's unique about this is that it's a veteran-led class, so we oh, we ask a lot of questions, but we want the veterans to talk because their experiences, they all have different experiences that we have not experienced, as, um, but they have a different um, outlook, I guess, on things um, versus us as coaches. So they can talk with each other, um, not necessarily give advice to each other, but they can talk about you know what their goals are, um, what 
um, their barriers are because a lot of them will have the same barriers and a lot of them have create some of their um, back backup plans and other people will get um, ideas with that so it really kind of sounds like it's a, a more of a whole health support group yeah okay yeah. Um, so so how does that differ from some of the other whole health class offerings that are out there because I really have like intro to whole health um, I, I would assume in Intro to Health Health, you're doing the the inventory in there too. So, so how are the diff, how are the classes? What kind of differentiates the two classes? So, Intro to Whole Health is a, a sixty minute class that's going to explain what Whole Health is, exactly what we're um, we're doing in each section. So, if if you wanted to do Power of the Mind, we have meditation for that. Tuesday mornings, 8 o'clock. <laughs> Do you need a referral? <laughs> no referral needed. Awesome. Just call the hospital. Awesome. But it's definitely, that that's going to go over everything that we do, what we do, what is whole health, why is it here, what it is exactly, classes, what's available, and what's available outside in the community, right? A lot of veterans don't know what's going on in the community that's there for them, and it's the same thing that we do here too. It can be yoga, it could be meditation, it could be Tai Chi, it could be horseback riding. You know, So we talk about that in an hour. We send them all the information and they can pick what they want and even if they want coaching. Taking charge of my life and health is more of a, um, like she said, deeper dive, working on those eight sections. How do you make a goal? What is the goal gonna look like? So we're getting deeper in to their goals instead of just talking about everything of whole health. So that's the two biggest, and it's a six week, so we're gonna go over everything, we're really gonna get in there, we're really gonna ask those questions, and sometimes those questions you may not even have thought of. So, so coaching is a, is a continuous process, right? And, mm -hmm. and it takes longer than six weeks. So what, what happens with somebody that, you know, they're, they're in, in the process and they're in the class, they're taking the, the taking charge class, six weeks ends, do they go, and they, but they go, I want more of this, right? Mm -hmm. I, I need to keep coming here. Do they go back to week one and kind of step one with another class or how do folks continue on past that six weeks? Oh, of course. They can continue on with a coach with me or Lynn to continue on in coaching, but we also have other great classes like Thrive. Thrive is a 14-week class led by a provider and by a behavioral health social worker as well, and a coach. And that right now it's for women that we have at group four, and that class goes over everything more. Same stuff that we're going into taking charge, but we're also doing looking at financial. We're looking how the food affects the body for women. We're looking at finding um, how to de-stress, how to recharge. So we're even going further in, right, to find solutions. What is recharge hygiene, right? What does that look like? That's just something more. So there are other classes available to them of what they'd like to take. And we have classes out in the community that they can also take. But if they want a little bit more one-on-one -on -one and work on something really more personal, that's us. That's what we're here for as coaches. So if a veteran wants to take the Taking Charge of My Life and My Health course, I, I know some courses are, you need a referral. Some courses you just mm -hmm. show up to. Some courses you have to register beforehand. So how do folks, if they're interested in, in the Taking Charge of My Health and My Life, how do they get into there? 
Well, right now it's great because Lynn is actually the coach for the Northwest unit and um, she has classes every six weeks. So if they'd like to definitely get scheduled, they can definitely give us a call and it's extension 14708 and let them know that they you know, want to take or they can my healthy vet secure message over to whole health and we can get them in. No referrals needed. Okay, so you teach at, at Northwest. Yes. Where is this course available? You know, is it is it only at Northwest? Is there main hospital? Are they are they at every clinic? Where 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 can folks go and get this class? Uh, so right now we are at the Northwest Clinic, um, and we are running that every six weeks, and it's in person. Eventually, we will have um, BVC available, so available on on video starting in April. Mm -hmm. um, we are also doing it in LVR three right now and that is running every um, almost every six weeks we have a little break between and then it runs six for six weeks again so one thing I, I also wanted to talk to you guys about and I'm glad you brought it up <laughs> right there that's a nice segue is the the work that you guys do with the LVR3 um, for folks who maybe don't know the LVR3 is the Las Vegas residential renewal and recovery center that is our inpatient um, addiction treatment facility um, it's also one of two facilities in the VA, I believe, that focuses specifically on gambling addiction, yes. which in Vegas is pretty important. So tell me a little bit about the work that you guys do with that, um, that population and, and how it differs with that class from maybe the general veteran population. I think that definitely it does differ. You do have um, people in recovery in LVR3. So they're coming there um, sometimes at their lowest point, you know, and having to deal with forgiveness, having to deal with forgiving themselves, having to learn to relive and reestablish themselves again. As we do taking charge in there, it helps them develop these goals to be... Um, more productive in what they want to do in their life, not to fall back in their old ways. So I could go and I could, you know, I could leave and I could uh, maybe go drink, right? But wait, there's this painting seminar down the street. I could do that instead because I really like to paint. It's just making them more mindful of who they are and what they want in their life, right? And so far it's been very, very successful uh, I had, we had how many graduate, first first uh, cohort graduated? Mm, I think we had more than eight, you know? And it's great because it actually is one of the classes, one of the most popular classes in LVR3 right now. We don't make them go. If they wanna come, they come. You know, some of the classes are mandated in there, which is, is good because it helps them with PTSD and gambling or whatever their addiction is. But taking charge is, well, if you want to change, come on in. Do you find the folks that, that take advantage of your services and your coaching and, and the taking charge of my health, my life and my health, in LVR3 are a little bit more committed to the program. You know, I would think that, you know, you mentioned it earlier, like sometimes people come to you for coaching and they're a little reluctant, maybe they feel forced. Mm -hmm. Everybody that's there in LVR3 is trying to get their life back on track, right? Mm -hmm. um, so do you notice a difference in kind of the mindset that people bring to your your coaching when they're in LVR3 versus when they're you're dealing with just the general population? 
Um, I think it's a little bit more difficult in LVR3. Um, I feel like things get a little bit more emotional. Yeah. Um, we also have a hard time getting them to talk or just expressing how they feel. So when it's outpatient in person, or I'm sorry, outpatient at like Northwest Clinic, I feel like it's easier for them to talk, whereas in LVR3, um, we'll you know, ask a lot of open-ended questions, but a lot of, there'll be a lot of silence. Um, and it'll take maybe like one or two to get talking and then everybody else will start talking. Um, but I feel like it's harder for them to just really say how they feel, what they want. Yeah, the ones that do come and actually do the full six weeks are the ones that are gonna be your most committed to change. They don't wanna come back to LVR3. They don't wanna keep living their life. They, you know, the, the some of the people that come through LVR3, this is one of their last stops for help. So we're going to continue with them. I actually still coach people that already graduated and are out in LVR3 and they're working in the CWT and they're working outside and they're getting along fine. They're doing good. And even if they tell me I'm doing okay, okay is good enough mm -hmm. as long as they're not doing bad. You know, we have to change that mindset that okay is not good. Okay is good. It's better to be okay than not okay. You know, so it's definitely, yes, it is harder. It can be a little bit emotional, but the commitment that they have there is definitely going to be life-changing, and that's definitely what they need. A question that kind of just popped into my mind, and this is kind of more of a general coaching question and not necessarily working with LVR3 specific or anything like that. Um, how do you prevent, personally, all of you're dealing with coaching and you're seeing a lot of people at their worst um you're trying to lift them up you're investing a lot emotionally into, into a lot of folks um how do you guys manage to keep your yourself on an even keel and keep your um your health uh whole health uh in a good place i feel like a lot of stuff that we promote and teach um, facilitate we also are like oh that's a good idea for our own for our own <laughs> stuff so I wasn't a big fan of um, mindful awareness or meditation, but I have seen the benefits of it. Um, even just teaching and in, in facilitating the taking charge of my life and health class, um, just watching all the people, that they benefit from it. And a lot of people in my class are also in Trini's meditation classes <laughs> and they love her. They love those meditation classes. And a lot of them say, you know, they don't get it overnight. It's a muscle that you have to keep building. It's, you don't get it easily. You, just have to, you have to keep practicing. So I was like, okay, well maybe I'll try it out. So it has been beneficial. And I think mindful awareness, those mindfulness activities just kind of help center you. Um, and I think that helps a lot with any, um, what is it called when you are like burnout? Um, yes, it is. Sometimes you do take things home. Um, I try not to. Um, I really actually pretty good at not taking stuff home with me. Um, work stuff um, but if I do that's when you, you practice a lot of like mindful awareness and just mindfulness I meditate you run it so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meditate I meditate at home for a few hours and I meditate because I can do guided imagery as well so I can definitely uh, I meditate before I get out of my car I meditate when I get in my car either by breathing you know just regrounding myself and then if it's been a, one of those really bad days, I'll meditate at home for maybe 15, 20 minutes before I start. Because 
it, it, you hear a lot of bad things sometimes, you know? And sometimes you're the only person they told. And that's where deciding, is this what I'm, you know, or do they need to go see somewhere else? This is where that starts to play in, you know? So we definitely do hear um, some interesting things, um, but I wouldn't give it up for the world. No, obviously, you know, you do see a lot of hard things, um, but you you both are in positions where when they succeed, like people succeed, right? Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? How, how, how great a feeling is that for you guys that, that you see somebody, they come to you, whether it's LVR3 or not, and, you know, they, they obviously need help and you see them go from not okay to okay uh, or even great. Right. Um, how, how does that make you guys feel? Um, it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, I come out of the office. I want a donut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a donut. Let's get a cookie. <laughs> a pink box donut. You're yes, not, you're pink not going, box. You're, yes. not, you're not going to just the, the gas mm-hmm. station and getting a donut. No, you're no. going to pink box, right? Yeah. Yeah. No federal endorsement intended. <laughs> it's the greatest feeling to see them smile or to hear them say, you know, that meditation took me back to when I was stationed in Hawaii. Or they've just never felt that way. Or the first time, like, they tell you, I slept. And you're like, yes. You know, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a feeling like no other. Awesome. Great. Well, that about runs us out of time for today. Ladies, thank oh. you so much for joining me. Um before we go, uh, one last plug for the Taking Charge of My Life and My Health course. Once again, if somebody is interested in taking that course, how do they get in contact with you and how do they get to that course? Um, they can message us on My Healthy Vet or they can call the hospital and um, dial extension 14708. I like the teamwork there. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having yes, us. We appreciate you. Yeah, your time. absolutely. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. This has been a great chat. Um, it, you know, talking about coaching and things like that, uh, helping people become the best version of themselves is never a, a wasted topic. It's right. never a time mm-hmm. that, that you feel like like it's not a good thing to talk about. So it's always a pleasure to have folks from our whole health uh, department on to, to talk about all the great work that you guys are doing. To, because ultimately, we're trying to get people to become like I said, they're the best versions of themselves. Yes, so exactly. I'd like to thank uh, Lynn Burnham and Trini Rosas for joining me today. They're uh, whole health and wellness coaches here at the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. That's uh, about going to do it for us. We are out of time here. I am Joshua Gray. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you again in two weeks. You've been listening to The Nine Line, a production of the VA Southern Nevada Healthcare System. For more information about what the VA is doing for Nevada's veterans, check out our official webpage at www.lasvegas.va.gov or follow us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash lasvegasva. Thanks for listening.